0: Good afternoon, everyone. It's Deborah and Jackie back in the studio. And today we thought we'd tackle this crazy impeachment inquiry that's trying to direct us all to get rid of Donald Trump and officially boot him out of the White House. Uh, Everybody has an opinion. And I would like to start by saying that, you know, according to the facts, the Democrats feel they have a strong case against Trump. Now, they're pushing forward, claiming that he's used his position as president of the United States to influence a leader and, you know, to make a request that uh, a person who is running for the presidency in the United States, namely Joe Biden and his son, should be investigated for activities that Trump feels were maybe criminal or salacious in some way and whatever it is. This has really pulled the Democrats into a massive campaign to say we've got to get rid of Trump. We didn't like him before, but now we know he's guilty of something, so let's try to force him out. My question is twofold. Do you think that he is being forced out unnecessarily and that we should just wait to vote him out? Or should we just basically say that this is sort of an act of high level desperation on the part of the Democrats, you know, to push forth an agenda when they've always felt that they can't do anything to stop this man who in so many ways they think is truly destructive for the country.
1: Well, I didn't anticipate a helicopter flying over me in my studio today, but this is what the outdoor does. (laughs) Okay. So Donald Trump First of all, here's my take on this whole impeachment. It's not necessary. It's a waste of taxpayer's time and money. Second of all, what is the reason why they want to impeach him again?
0: Well, because he spoke to a leader, you know, which to, is okay. obviously his job okay. as the president Let's to leave it at that. with world leaders. Let's yes. leave it at
1: that. So they want to Im- impeach him based on the fact that he had a conversation with another leader. And that conversation may be a conversation that is of a legal nature or like what is it exactly we don't know however let me tell you something with all this negative and abrasive attitude from not just politicians themselves but also from the citizens against this man i feel like it's time for everybody to just stop take a note from taylor swift's new sound what did she say you need to calm down. (laughs) No, but in general, here's what I see for Donald Trump. And I know you think that I have this passion for him in terms of just speaking on his behalf. And I I don't think Donald Trump's need anybody to speak on his behalf. But just because I'm looking at things from an observational standpoint, I see Donald Trump as an individual just like you and I, who is capable of making mistakes. First of all, he's a Gemini and if you know anything about gemini they are not real great personalities they're very indecisive they rush their judgment they don't consider anybody they're selfish and most of all they're people person and they're highly intelligent
0: Hmm. all fits
1: donald trump yeah and the one thing eh? yes and the one thing that about a gemini and if you gemini's can confirm or concur what i'm saying with a Gemini, meaning he was born June 14th, 1946. I know, I'm not obsessed, okay? I'm determined to 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 let people see this man for who he is. Listen, being a Gemini, one of the thing is that they're very interactive. They love the world. They love to interact with people. They, they're just, and they're fascinating people. And Donald Trump has to be the most fascinating man on this planet because everybody is just totally obsessed or determined about him, right? And one of the thing about him is that, He does not buy into any trends and fads. He goes with his own instinct. He trusts his own instinct. And this is why it's so hard for the position that he's in because everybody wants him to do this and do that and be this and be that. But he can't be anybody but himself. And until we learn to accept him for who he is as an individual, you can't expect him to be a president without his personality. You can never separate the two. And because of his personality, yeah, good point. And because of his personality, is what people don't like. And this is why they're trying to get rid of him. It's because of his personality. But any true Gemini would tell you that's who they are. They're noisy, they're impulsive, they're irrational. They're everything, they're indecisive. They're everything that an Aquarius or a Cancer isn't. We're all individual in our own way. And this is the problem. He's fighting against his own self among everybody else. So. Donald Trump is not really, in my opinion, the bad guy here. Forgive me for saying that, but that's just his personality. If you don't like the way he says things and do things, if we don't like the way, if we don't like the way other people say things and do things, would we have any friends? Would we have anybody at all in our lives? Because nobody is the same. No two person is the same.
0: Well, I think your points are well taken. I mean, I've never really looked at the month that Trump was born. And, and I do believe, you know, even though I don't follow astrology every day, I think that the general signs that relate to each astrological sign are very important for you to know because they yeah. do reveal a lot of significant character exactly. traits, which are pretty accurate. But as far as this situation goes, I think The Democrats are kind of showing themselves to be fairly desperate here, and this is what concerns me. Exactly, I would like to see Trump leave the White House. Me personally, I do have a few issues with him as president. I do think he's very reckless. Part of his personality. Yeah, I think he doesn't really um, protect U.S. interests to the extent that he should because he seems to make a lot of pacts or have you know different relationships with political figures all over the world that don't seem to make too much sense and as you say he hates being accountable on any level and when you're an official in government accountability is very important people put you in that position and you have to be available to answer questions to offer explanations now Trump is very unusual in that he is not a stupid man by any means he tweets obnoxiously you know which means he always has something to say he's always thinking about his perspective on an issue And he doesn't mind slamming anyone or anything if that's what he feels is necessary to get his point across. Again, that's his personality. So he is a very harsh, uncompromising, very rigid type of man and I think unfortunately the side of him that is fearful is that because as you say he's a businessman first and foremost he carries every aspect of that into everything that he does and what I'm afraid is that the presidency is interacting with his business affairs and I think that there may be an overlap there that we can't see the full impact of it but truthfully Trump is extremely extravagant in the way he lives I've never heard anybody really show a numbers on how much he's spent since he's been in this job well we can say the same thing
1: for Trudeau.
0: I mean, come on now. Yeah, I suppose there's you know, some justification. I mean, there,
1: there, there has to be a lot li- a, a, a limelight for these people. There has to be a lifestyle for them. You don't just get a position without the lifestyle. So why are you going to deny yourself the
0: right to enjoy the lifestyle that comes with the position? Well, I think in the case of Trump, the Democrats feel like they have to do something significant to get him out of the White House. But this
1: is the problem: it's the republic It's 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 the Democrats. It's not the Republican. Because as far as I'm concerned. Trump is there. He's doing his thing. I mean, a lot of people are talking all the negative things about his personality, but they're not talking about the great things that he has already done for the country. When you're at the top, as I said to you this morning, everybody looks up at you. Everybody wants to bring you down because you are on top. He is on top. He's the most talked about person like on the face of the earth. So who wouldn't want a piece of Trump, whether it's negative or positive?
0: Well, right now, sucks to be Trump right now. The Republicans (laughs) are really trying to call the Democrats out on what they say is bullshit. You know, the Republicans are like, you don't have a real case against him. We want to see this whistleblower. We want some more facts about what you're accusing this man of. So it is turning into a circus. But what I fear is that the Democrats are putting the nail in their own coffin. Because I think as is proven in politics so much, the more you dump on someone is the more you tend to build public support. Yeah, for they
1: become a favorable yeah. uh, person in, in, in the public's eye. Yeah, and
0: this is what worries me because the Democrats are all over the spectrum. They got way too many candidates. They still haven't filtered it down to an acceptable amount that we can watch a debate and really know what's going on instead of going through a rooster, or uh, you know, a roster of 12 to 15 candidates, you know, it's confusing. It's mentally confusing to choose one person over the other.
1: Well, I don't really want us to be so highly, you know, invested in the U S politics, but also we have our own, you know, political affairs here that's happening. Uh, October 21st, just on Monday, we did our election. Of course, the liberal is back in power. Yeah, um, Surprisingly, a number of people are not happy. I went to a client house this week. And when I walked in, I said, oh, well, I guess Canada has to do what they got to do when they go to the polls and get it right again. And she goes, get what right? I go, well, you know, um, Trudeau. She goes, you know what? He's a stupid man. I don't know why these stupid people put him in that stupid position. He don't deserve anything. They're all stupid. She was just so angry. I I just did my service and leave. I (laughs) I couldn't even comment because I saw how passionate she was. She
0: wanted the conservative to win. Well, this is the thing. The politics has become so incredibly divisive. And I think your point is excellent, Deb, because it's, we we tend to look at the U.S. and think, oh, they're so messed up, they're so confused because you know the country's so divided over their hatred or their love for Trump. But other countries are going through the same, the crap. same thing. You know, Britain is a total mess because of this Brexit situation. You know, they're fighting. They're You know ready to rip each other's eyes out you know over this situation and in Canada here for the first time this country is really divided like we have a leader that got all his votes in one part of the country and the other part he got nothing absolutely zero representation in the parliament so division is real and it's something that we're trying to work through but I think with this inquiry into Trump's as the president I don't think Americans are building bridges I think they're building walls And it's going to be harder, you know, for them to, you know, get in a position where they do elect the right person, because there's so much animosity on both sides. You know, there's just no reconciliation anymore. Politics has become an increasingly nasty, divisive game. And it's really hard to know, you know, um, what side you really want to fall on, because in my opinion, the Democrats have just as much problems as the Republicans do. And I myself am, you know, not really confident that they have someone who can go up against Trump. I'm a little unsure of whether I want Trump to serve another four years. But the truth is, if the public puts him in that role, we have no choice but to accept it.
1: And just so you know, Jackie's an American. So please understand her passion for the country and the welfare of the system. But we're back in Canada here. Now, this morning, I've seen a lot of kids were on City polls discussing about the school system and what the government, what they feel was fair and unfair that the government has done add or take away and believe you me I was shocked at the positive feedback that dog food got from these students saying that it's okay they're not struggling they're learning efficiently Um, yes it's a bit overcrowded by maybe three more students but okay what is another three three students added to the 25 that's already there right but all in all Doug Ford decided to stay away from the election during the election time. And he made that clear from the beginning. And as soon as liberal won, he was out there congratulating and doing all this stuff and talking about the infrastructure that he has planned between him and Trudeau to build a better Canada, to make Canada great again, just like Trump is trying to do with America.
0: Yeah. Which is an excellent point, Deb. So you're kind of saying that right away, the Conservatives and the Liberals came together because they saw that that's the way to build the future that you need. And maybe that is the solution in the U.S. as well, is that instead of pitting one another so fiercely against each other, they've got to find that common ground. They've got to look, you know, and say, how can we merge together to make the U.S. a better place? Because sometimes cutting programs is necessary. Other times, you know, uh, building up a social structure is important, but you have to do it within the monetary confines of what you can afford to do. You have to to see the benefits of both sides rather than being polarized and saying, I don't want to talk to you if you don't meet my standards in this area or you're cut off because you don't think the way I do. I think politics is changing. And for all the big issues that face us in the world, it's better to find reconciliation. And we have to think about it that way because the issues are huge. They're climate change. You know, they're huge issues about education. Issues about uh, healthcare. gun violence, health care. These are big issues, and we need to have some unity rather than this divisiveness.
1: All right, so just to end our conversation today, I just want to say, not only to politicians and the citizens of any country, just remember, if you are going to be the problem, then you cannot be the solution. So you either not be the problem and be a solution. And I think cohesively, As a country, we all need to become a solution because the problem is bigger than us. And if we're fighting one with another, we're not going to get anywhere. And a fist is much stronger once you combine your your fingers together and you form a fist. That is what a country should look like, a fist, not an open palm. Yep, fighting for what is right and what you need to accomplish to get a good end result. All right. My name is Deborah. I hope you enjoy our podcast today. You know, we're just trying to enlighten you guys on what's going on in the political world, not just at home, but in the U.S. Absolutely. Have a great day, everyone.